Well, welcome back to 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting, and thanks again for joining us on this journey. Each day I'm going to bring you a short prayer devotional from Jesus' prayer in John 17 to help us better understand what Jesus is still praying over us today. As we get started, let me ask you a question. Have you ever jumped in on the middle of a conversation that's already in progress? Could have been showing up late to a presentation at work, or maybe walking up mid-conversation between two friends telling a story. Perhaps you've heard your kids arguing in the next room and wondered, hey, what's that all about? If you jump into the middle of a conversation, it can be a bit confusing. You may feel disoriented as you try to make sense of the details being spoken. You might have to ask someone to pause and bring you up to speed so that you can understand what's happening. Well, today we're jumping in John 17, verse 1. But even though we're starting with the very first verse of a brand new chapter of Scripture, we're still joining a conversation that's already in progress. The conversation has actually been going on for the last several chapters of the Gospel of John. Verse 1 says this, When Jesus had spoken these words. Before we can fully understand the prayer that Jesus is about to pray, we have to understand the conversation that's been unfolding. John chapter 13 through John chapter 17 records the final moments that Jesus shared with his disciples before he went to the cross. He's washed their feet. He's taught them about the Holy Spirit. He's warned them about all the hardships that were about to come their way. These chapters contain Jesus trying to cram important teaching into his final moments. The aim of this information was to encourage his disciples as the cross became imminent. He wanted his disciples to walk in hope in the midst of what would become the darkest day of their lives the day their Savior died. Jesus used these powerful words and this powerful teaching time to encourage them, ending with these words at the end of John chapter 16. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you may have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Now having completed this teaching, Jesus began his most essential and potent work to support his followers in all that would come. He began to pray for them. Now, often we assume that the teachings of Jesus are the most essential part of his ministry, or perhaps his healing or or the miracles, but we can't ever underestimate the power of his prayers for his followers. We see him praying before he selected his disciples, teaching his disciples how to pray, modeling a life of prayer before his disciples. Prayer was interwoven into all of his ministry. It was the very fabric of what he came to do here on earth. In the most crucial moments before the cross, Jesus lifted his eyes to heaven to pray once again. As Jesus began his prayer, he knows that his trip to Calvary is fast approaching. So he begins his prayer by saying this, Father, the hour has come. The plan for the redemption of the entire world hinges on this moment. It's all led to the hour when Jesus would allow himself to be arrested, crucified, and buried dead in the grave. The penalty for our sins is death, the Bible tells us in Romans 6.23. Through Jesus' death, our penalty was paid in full so that we could be forgiven and freed to have a relationship with God. So I need you to understand that as Jesus is praying in John 17, it's not a sweet little prayer. As John listens into the prayer of Jesus, he hears the trembling voice of a Messiah who is about to take on unimaginable physical suffering and the total weight of the sins of the world. This prayer is lifted from a place of intense suffering. Jesus is praying for us in John 17 with the full understanding that he's about to be betrayed and arrested in John 18. So as we join Jesus mid-conversation, and as we hear him begin to pray in John 17, one thing becomes clear. Jesus chose the cross for our sake. 
to satisfy the debt for our sin, to bring us to life when we were dead, to make us free when we were slaves. Because Jesus chose the cross for our sake, He is deserving of ultimate honor, praise, and adoration. The cross makes a relationship with God possible, accessible to all people. And because of it, we can pray to a God that we can actually know. The cross actually makes our prayers possible. So if you could hear the prayers of heaven today, you would hear Jesus pray, I took the cross for them.